Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. R. Spear. R. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to another episode on our Daily Creep Podcast Show. And today we have Kenya, and she is the CEO of If You Brand It, a marketing and consulting firm in San Diego, California, where she strategically helps business owners develop video marketing strategies. Kenya decided to learn about the TikTok platform as a way to market her business during the pandemic. In just 12 short months, Kenya has grown her account to over 470,000 followers and has helped clients reach millions of followers as well. As a partner with Kenya Kelly Brand, you will surely reach Kenya's strong female audience of influence and entrepreneurs. So welcome, Kenya. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, your 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 bio definitely gives a good overview about what you do. But why don't you kind of go in a little bit deeper and tell us more about what you do and why you got started to doing what you're doing. For sure. So what we do right now is we we focus on uh, female coaches and course creators, and we are educating them on how to use the TikTok platform to use it as a lead generator so they can um, increase their revenue. Uh, but obviously I did not start there. You know, a lot of people think I'm like 20 years old and I'm like 41. Um, and so I actually got started as a brand consultant and we had a brand design agency back in 2015. And we made multiple six figures in that business. And it wasn't until the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I'm somebody who prays. I always pray for creative strategies. And when the pandemic started going down, I didn't know what to do. And so I just started praying for a strategy. And I felt like I heard Jesus tell me to get onto TikTok. Now, I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So I thought I was hearing wrong. But I said, well, what if this is actually the creative strategy I'm asking for, but I don't understand it. And that's how I got into TikTok. Very cool. So give us some breakdown a little bit about your strategies with within TikTok and how someone listening to to you can learn something to be able to get them going and the benefits of what we can do to actually help monetize and grow their business. For sure. So when I think about TikTok as a whole, it's not this dancing, goofy platform. It is like how all social media has gotten started as a form of entertainment. So when I look at TikTok, I look at it as, I always call it Super Bowl Sunday. And when you think about Super Bowl Sunday, it's this huge opportunity for you to create a short piece of content and reach millions of people just, just kind of like that. And so when I am looking at creating a piece of content on TikTok or teaching my clients how to create content on TikTok, I always tell them, if you're going to spend $2 million, $3 million on a Super Bowl ad, would you be boring? The answer is no. You would figure out a way how to what we call stopping the scroll. And what that means is that people scroll on social media. They're going up and down, side by side, whatever platform that they're on. And your job is to, when they scroll and see you, your business, your brand is something in your video really quickly is stopping them from scrolling. And so I teach people how to create content that is creative, that is on brand, but stops the scroll so they can get attention to their video. All right. So the big question that I have is fear because, uh, it's, <laughs> you know what, so I, want, I want to tie this in a couple of different things. Because you being a woman of faith and being a minister and, you know, a disciple of Christ, there's a lot of fear when it comes to being a Christian as well. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a believer myself. And I always, you know, one scripture that's helped me through a lot is like where it says we shouldn't be living in the spirit of fear, but of power, love and sound mind. 
but there's yeah. a lot of fear when it comes to putting yourself out there. So, but mm-hmm. we as entrepreneurs know that if we want exposure and we want to be able to grow our business, you got to put yourself out there. So when yeah. someone has that fear, how do you help them overcome that? And what type, what are some tips that you can help them get through that, that process? Yeah. So the first thing I tell a person is that everybody feels fear. People see me and I have this big old SpongeBob-like personality and they don't think that I have fear. That just means they have a big personality, but fear is feels real to everybody. So I tell a person to acknowledge how you feel. Like, don't act like you're not scared. You are scared. And the average person is scared. So first you have to acknowledge it. Second thing you have to ask yourself is what are you actually fearing is going to happen, right? Like what is the actual fear? And then once you identify what that is, then you got to look at it and say, okay, is that true? Now there's a possibility that that thing could, could happen, but there's a possibility that it could not happen. But you have to first acknowledge how you feel that it could or could not happen. And then I tell them to ask themselves, how do you feel if you never did this and you could have and what could have happened as a result of you going against your fear? Like for me personally, when I first got on live video, I had just gone through a divorce. And so like God was telling me to get on live video and talk and teach and all that. And I was so afraid that my ex-husband was going to show up and then the women that he was involved with, that they were going to show up. And I was like wrestling with, oh my God, I don't want to do this. I don't, what if this happened? What if he shows up? All these things. And I started saying, okay, how I feel feels real, but what if I don't do this? And I actually could have had my wildest dreams come true. And so I just put on my big girl pants and said, whatever could happen, could happen with him, them or whoever, but I'm not going to keep what could happen. Stop me from my ultimate goal. And I got on live stream and my ex-husband never showed up. No one ever showed up saying anything crazy. And so same thing happened with TikTok. I was like, oh my God, what are people going to think if I'm on this app and I'm posting this content? And I said, well, but what if I actually blow up and my wildest dreams come true? And I just, I err on the side of what I really want to happen versus what I don't want to happen. Yeah. So there's a couple different things with this. So you got the fear of wanting to like get and start and putting yourself out there. But then also there's the, the complexity of needing to edit or needing to be perfect or needing yeah. to just making sure that, hey, I, I can't do it because I got to have this huge plan of just getting started. So what would you say to those people? Yeah. So everybody that gets on TikTok has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> everybody, when they first get started, has no idea what they're doing. And if they do, it's because somebody, somebody paid, they paid somebody and they told them. I have probably about 100 or 200 videos on TikTok all the way down the bottom that are terrible. Like I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to use certain buttons. And the truth be told, you don't have to. Now, over time, should you get better with your editing? Yeah. But no one has to be perfect on any social media platform. We just feel like we have to. And so I would tell a person that the first thing you want to do is just start getting used to talking into your phone and just uploading the TikTok, writing a description, which is very easy, and then hitting post. Over time, each day, each week, you can start learning each button, right? Like each, but you can learn how to use a three second timer. You can learn how to put text on screen and make it disappear. I didn't know how to do any of that. There weren't any coaches. There weren't any consultant or courses when I got started. And I just said to myself, I'm just going to try one thing at a time. And that's what I tell my clients. Just start with creating, then posting, and then trying a button here and there or hire somebody who already knows how to do it. Yeah, that is so good because I think a lot of times and even you know, with a lot of my clients is like they struggle so much on just getting started because yep. of the overwhelm. So it's like, oh man, mm-hmm. I got to learn everything all at once and knowing how to do every single edit. Like people, you know, doing one type of like the acting thing that you see all the time. Someone acts one one way, 
then they have another thing another way a person if it's the same person they're interacting back and forth with each other and for me personally i'm like man i gotta i gotta learn how to do this but then i just never do it because the fear of overwhelming and knowing how to how to get it off the ground and, and how to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. overwhelm is, is a huge thing on there that I think that a lot of people struggle with. But if someone was going to want, like try to get started on TikTok, what was, I don't know if you have a step-by-step process or what what is like the one thing that you would tell them to do saying, hey, do this first. Yeah. So number one, you have to download the app. (laughs) (laughs) Most (laughs) people don't even have the app on their phones. Uh, So first, you got to download the app. Uh, Second thing uh, is you want to, once you update your profile, because TikTok will prompt you and all that, then in the right-hand side of the screen, in the upper right-hand corner, you're going to see a magnifying glass on one of the screens. Click on that. That's going to take you to a search box. And then what you're going to want to do is just type in one or two words for what you do. You may Type in business consultant, fitness expert, food, whatever you is you do basket weaving and then hit search. And you're going to see the most top performing videos on that page pop up and start binge watching all of those videos. Some you'll enjoy and some that you won't, but you're going to start seeing a regular framework of what is working on TikTok in your industry because the first 20 or 30 videos are the most top performing videos with those particular words. And so if you're a dentist, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, whatever it is you do, everybody is on TikTok at this point. And you're going to start seeing professional people just like you creating content. And so instead of you having to be this creative genius, you can look and see what's already working and you can recreate some of that stuff for your own account. That's interesting. I never looked at TikTok as a search tool and (laughs) and never really thought about it. I mean, if I open up my TikTok, which honestly is probably once or twice a month, I like never open up. I need to I need to monetize it because I know I'm missing out on big opportunities. I just, I don't know, me being an entertainer, I know it sounds weird because I've, I've played music and I've played in churches and things like that, but I just never, never really get that side of me. And I know I'm missing out on massive opportunities by not yeah. doing it. And, but using it as a search tool, I think, I think I heard someone tell me that for the first time a, a few weeks ago and I actually tried it out. I was like, wow, this is pretty amazing. Cause before I was only seeing stupid things I'm like, this is dumb. Why am I scrolling through it? But when I started searching, I'm like, oh wait, now I'm actually getting relevant stuff that I want to be able to see. And I'm seeing mm-hmm. some people that are speaking almost like my messaging, my language. And like you're saying, binge watch to see what's actually going out there, but didn't learn the framework. So that way I can implement and put it to myself. So that's uh, yeah. So, so one of the things to know about TikTok is that when you first get on it, the algorithm doesn't know you, uh, but the algorithm has to wait for your behavior. So when they, you get onto the app, they're just going to start sending you a lot of random pieces of content and they're going to see what are you actually going to watch? If you keep scrolling away from the depressive girl singing, but you keep watching these cat and dog videos and you stand there and you're watching multiple videos, you're telling TikTok, send me more cat and dog videos because that's what's going to keep you on the platform, but they don't know it until you get there for a while. So that's why I tell people to one of the first things you're going to want to do is do the search and then start watching content. And then because you're already telling the algorithm, hey, this person likes stocks, this person likes NFTs, crypto or whatever it is because of what your behavior is. It's just a lot of people, they forget when they get on the platform that now they go like, instead of them thinking from a business standpoint, they get sucked into the entertainment too. And so they start being entertained by what the thing that they like to be entertained by. So then the algorithm keeps sending them that. But when you do that search, that shows you like, oh my God, who's doing what, where? Wow. You know? Yeah. So how long do you think it takes for the algorithm to start making a difference and changing? 
for your profile? I would say a couple minutes, honestly, because really? most videos are like 15 seconds. Yeah. Like if you watch one video of a girl fall off a table and you watch that all the way through, then they're like, like as you are watching and they're seeing how much time you're spending on this video, TikTok starts saying, all right, let's serve him up something else and let's serve him up something else. They start, they just know. It's, and then Instagram is starting to do the same thing. And that's what happened to me with YouTube Shorts. I started watching a lot of the Kardashian videos on shorts. And now my this page is just full of the Kardashians instantly because their job is to keep you on the platform. So how long do you recommend each video to be? Uh, when you first start out, I would say uh, 15 seconds. And now you can you can shoot videos on TikTok up to three minutes, but you can upload up to 10 minutes. But I would say first you want to just start learning how to create short pieces of content because your job is to keep people watching that entire video and you won't really know how to do that until you first start creating shorts because most of us we were long-winded and so you can create a one minute two minute easy but i would say start with 15 seconds how important is the description on your video and what, what do you recommend for that like hashtags and whatever yeah so it's extremely important now because now uh seo is a big thing on tiktok as well as uh, google is indexing the videos so if you have like how to make a t-shirt you know then what's going to happen is that seo is all this stuff's getting picked up and when someone goes to how to make a t-shirt they click on videos tiktok will have, have there's a there's a short videos tab on uh, google now and so like if you're one of the top performing videos in that category then guess what you're going to be there you know yeah so so i want to go back to the profile and stuff when you're creating a profile because i I've, I've gotten different strategies and system for for that and i, I kind of mm -hmm. want to get your take on like what to be put in in the profile so like what before I would actually put like my name. And so it'd be my name that's inside of the profile. But then someone was telling me that you want your profile name or link to be relative to what you do. And I just, I just don't know, like I'm, I'm getting mixed signals from different people and I'm, I'm kind of curious on how you lead your audience. Um, I think it's, it's, there's various different ways you can do things. Me as a brand consultant, I, I always teach people that if you're a personal brand, then your name should be everything. So it makes it easy for people to find you. It's like if a person is trying to find Kenya Kelly, all they have to type in is the name Kenya Kelly and it, I will pop up. They never have to find if you brand it, which is our, our company name. They just look for me. So I tell people to use their name if you are a personal brand. Okay. Now, what about links? Where do you, mm -hmm. where do you recommend that people do it? So I know you can't really... The, the links inside of your description are not really clickable. And right. I, I see a lot of people put them into the comments uh, area, or I, I see people that they change out their links often inside of their profile. Um, so it just depends. So for me personally, I teach my audience to have like a link tree. Um, so on ours, it's like kingofkelly.com slash let's get together. Right. And when you click on that link, it has first, it has our free, uh, our free tool that, that helps female course creators get started on TikTok. Then it has a, a $36 product and there's a, there's a $500 product in that link tree. So we never have to change out the link. We literally maybe just changing the buttons that's on that page. Um, so I wouldn't say constantly be changing out the link. You you could probably change out some of what you're putting in your bio. Um, and so for your, your bio, I always tell people in your bio, tell everybody who you are, what you do and how you serve them and what they should do next. So like in my bio, it says I help female course creators generate leads on TikTok free tool below. And so it's like they never have to guess who am I? What do I do? You know, by looking at my profile and then I give them a call to action by saying, click the link below and the link is going to give them the free thing, $36 thing or $500 thing. I, I don't have to keep changing something out. That's really cool. 
What about monetization? So for the small business owners, they're like, okay, I need to be on TikTok to help with brand awareness, but how do you monetize TikTok? Yeah, so you do it the same way you do all other social media platforms. Uh, One thing to note, backtrack, is that in order to have a clickable link in your bio with a TikTok creator account, you have to get to your first 1,000 followers. Once you get to 1,000, the clickable link is available for your your bio. Um, But what I tell people about monetization is that as a small business owner, we're already monetized. We have our products and services. And then our job is to set up our profiles in a way where we talk to our target audience by what you say in your bio, having a clickable link there where they can actually make a purchase. And then in your video content and on TikTok live stream, you are telling them what to do. You're giving them a call to action. So I have a video out there that um, I think my, my first viral video, I showed a copy of my book. I showed it for like maybe two seconds and a clickable link in my bio had access to the book. And so we started selling books like crazy in-house and on Amazon because I showed the book and then the, the link was in my, you know, was in my bio. And people that were in the comment section saying, where's the link? Where's the link? I just wrote a comment and said, uh, I got my own comment. I said, to get the book, click the link on my profile. And then I pinned my comment to the top of that feed and people could, they didn't have to ask anymore because now it was there. So what is the balance between entertainment on your post and business strategies in a way? So like for me, I'm very much a business consultant. So I talk about your programs, offers, deliverables, traffic, sales, and things like that. And so mine's always very direct and to the point and like education wise, mm-hmm. but that doesn't always come across well to you know get the attention right off the bat. And like you're saying, you got to look at it as entertainment. So how can I turn something like that into something like entertainment? Because like I've been on Facebook and built my whole business from there. So mm-hmm. which is always about business and business strategies. And I'm more talking and teaching at them. And mm-hmm. so I don't have, I, I, I never really got into the whole, entertaining aspect, but I know mm-hmm. I need to do that to be able to catch more attention and grow followers, which is my next question. How in the heck did you grow to almost 500,000 <laughs> followers in less than 12 months? Yeah. So the one thing about creating content, so there's, you could be a lot of different ways on TikTok. So Gary V is not doing any kind of trends on TikTok whatsoever. It's all of his repurposed content turned into content on TikTok. So you don't have to necessarily be being entertaining in your video. Some people are not. I have seen accounts that have a million followers on them and they're teaching and they're serving. They're not necessarily being entertaining, but they're editing in their videos, capture, capturing people, captivating them in a way that causes them to stop, watch the video and take an action. Um, but for me, I my personality is a mix between Oprah and SpongeBob. So to like literally be funny and all that stuff, that is me in real life. And so I wanted to be more of me in real life so that it could lead to what my ultimate goal is, which is having conferences and things of that nature. So I dance in my videos and teach. I do fun trends and teach because that's my natural personality. But a person can literally just teach on TikTok and have incredible success. Now, I will say the way that we grew really fast, first of all, we were all quarantined and I was posting so many TikTok videos a day and people weren't posting as much. And so people were consuming me like crazy because I was like, you know, putting myself on the platform like crazy there. So that was the one thing. Uh, Second thing was I was making sure that I was serving people in a thing that they needed help with. That's like right 
right now, there's a huge market for those that teach people how to make money online. If they started on TikTok right now, you know how many people are Googling how to make more money online so they can leave their jobs or because they're tired, like they're afraid because the recession is hitting and all this type of stuff. If people like us are on TikTok just teaching and serving and providing them with wisdom and value, you know, it's, you know, we're making money that way. And people start following like crazy. Like I just listened to a podcast from uh, Miss Excel. She started on TikTok back in 2020 and started creating content, teaching how to use Excel. And she grew like crazy. So then she started creating courses. And in one year, she has a million dollar business because she is very entertaining in general and started dancing and teaching boring Excel to people on TikTok. And she exploded. That's crazy. So you talk about like during the pandemic when we weren't doing anything. So you're posting a lot. But for someone that's just getting started, how often should they be posting? Mm -hmm. My recommendation is once a day, if you can. If you can't do one a day, then at least once a week. That that way you have a consistency of people know what's going to happen. It's kind of like when someone gets started on YouTube, you know, you want to have like at least one long form video that, that comes out every single Monday or whatever. So you can get into that same rotation on TikTok where you're like, okay, every Monday, every Thursday, whatever our video comes out, boom. But if you can, you can start posting at least one 15 second video a day. And a lot of people don't realize this, but you can just batch create your content, right? So, so when I'm batch creating, I bring a bunch of clothes into my office and I just shoot a bunch of videos back to back to back to back. And I just put them in my drafts. I don't edit them all, but I at least have them stored in drafts on TikTok or just in my camera roll. And then throughout the week, I will put text on screen, description, and then hit post. Does it matter on on the day and time that you post or is there something better than others? Um, I, I have not seen where it's the difference on days now, sort of. So I wouldn't say Saturday is the best day. That's, the, that's not the best day on social media anyway, because most people are out and about doing things. Um, but I would say any day of the week is great. Now, people in general on social media, they're on social media in the evenings because why? They're not at school anymore. They're not at work. So people are naturally there in the evenings. But some people have taught this strategy of post at 6 p.m. But what I am learning is that if I post in the morning, that's giving my video like some traction in the morning and the afternoon. And then once the bulk of the people get onto the platform at six o'clock, my video is already flowing through the FYP to reach people, you know, that are looking for my content versus waiting until they're there. I'm already having content already on the platform. Very cool. Now for tools uh, on to use for editing. Now I had someone that I talked to recently. She's, she's highly recommended that you, I guess that helps with exposure, or whatever, that you utilize the tools that are inside of TikTok versus mm -hmm. using a third party tool. Like, uh, was that ClipCut or, you know, Cap whatever, Cut. or CapCut. So using other, other tools like that, what's your thoughts mm -hmm. on using editing tools and stuff like that? Yeah. So I've actually been testing that the last couple of weeks. And typically I record all of my videos inside of TikTok, just like I record all my videos inside of Instagram reels because they want you in their apps. Like they, that's what they want. And so I started testing, creating videos in my camera roll and then editing like the captions and all that on CapCut. And what I started to experience is I have received lower views on my videos that are edited outside 
of TikTok. Now I'm still going to post some of those videos, but I'll just be very strategic with the content I post before that video and the content I post after that video to still like kind of sandwich in that video that I edited outside. Uh, because like, if you use something like CapCut, you can do a lot of fancy like uh, captions, like making things blink. You can add emojis and all this type of stuff to your videos, which is captivating and, and causes people to stop the scroll. Uh, but I have experienced lower views when I edit it outside of TikTok. Can you can you shoot the video on TikTok and then save it in a library and upload it later? Or when you shoot it, you have to upload it right away? No. So TikTok has what's called drafts. So you can shoot 200 videos and have 200 videos in your drafts. So for me, like when I, I usually go on vacation the whole month of December and in November, I will shoot probably 200 videos and I'll just have them in my drafts. That way, if I'm on vacation, I'm not trying to like put on makeup or like find a ring, like find great lighting. I just go into drafts and edit the video and post. That is awesome. I never even knew that you could do that. So I've always steered away <laughs> from doing any recording on TikTok. And I've been, mm -hmm. I, I use, I use teleprompter apps on my phone to do that because I want to save it on my camera roll. So I, that way, mm -hmm. I, like what do you say? When you go on vacation, when you're busy, when you're doing stuff that I have the videos ready to go to repurpose mm -hmm. on my social media. But yeah, the fact that, and that, that's what steered me away from it. But the fact that you can save it, that, that can definitely be game changer. And, Talking about mm -hmm. fear. That was always my fear. That was always my worry. That was always the thing that I was like, oh, I don't want to have to worry about that because of the time and things like that. But, you know, that, that's really mm -hmm. cool. Um, all right. So the, the big question that, well, before before I go into asking you what your creed is, is there any other tips or strategies that you want the listeners to be able to take away with right now? Yeah. So one of the things I want everybody doing is I really want people to like get onto TikTok and like start interacting with content that you like around your business model. Right. Uh, but also I want you to start doing that at least once a day, even if it's just 10 minutes, because it's really important to understand this fact that Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn have all been a certain way. They've all had a platform doing whatever they were doing. Fast forward, we're at August of 2022. All of them look like TikTok. All of them look like TikTok. And so it's really important to think about this from a business standpoint. If you have a business and you have a competitor show up, you would not change your whole business model just because a business showed up. But the fact that all these other social platforms completely changed their entire business model, spent millions and millions of dollars to change their entire platform says that what is happening on TikTok is, is what is happening today. And that whether you are marketing your way that marketing yourself there right now, you're going to, or, or not, you're going to have to do it at some point. And it's important for you to get in before the wave hits. That way you get all of what's happening before everybody gets there. That's powerful. I never really thought about that, but that's so many, so, so many facts and truth behind a lot of that stuff. And it, I, mm -hmm. I see that even with a lot of my competition. So I'll be doing something and it's completely brand new. And all of a sudden I see some of my competition that's doing something similar to me. I'm like, huh, that's really crazy. I just started doing this like a month or two ago. And now I'm seeing other people that never did anything like it starting to change up their yeah. strategy system what I'm doing. So that's really cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So the big question that I ask every single person that comes on my show is what is their creed? So meaning what is the one thing that you're most committed to that you're going to be resilient, even through the most difficult times, showing up every day, giving your best and having that emotional and physical discipline to complete your mission. So what is your creed? Yeah, mine is definitely my commitment to my, my faith. You know, I've gone through a lot of crazy stuff and no matter what, no matter how I was feeling, what was going on, I made the decision that I was going to stand up and I was going to show up. So I 
have a conversation with God on a, on a daily basis. I journal, I, I do all the things with him and anything he asks me to do, I always do it. It doesn't mean I understand it. It doesn't mean that I agree with it or I'm even happy about it, but I do exactly what he, I, like he tells me to do in my business, in my life and whatever. And every single time I do that, I watched explosions. I watch healing. I watch all these different things um, happen in my life because of it. That's powerful. How can someone get in touch with you? And do you have anything that you would like to give away to the audience? Yeah, for sure. So we have a free training. It's called TikTok for Female Coaches. Uh, you literally could just go to tiktokforfemalecoaches.com and it's a, a downloadable PDF, but also a free training that teaches you how to get started uh, on the TikTok platform. And then if you guys want to connect with me, you can find me everywhere, but you can literally just go to kenyakelly.com. That's Kenya with two E's. Uh, and you can find my Instagram there, TikTok there, our courses, everything is all there. Very cool. Well, there you go, guys. We're going to be posting the link to to her website so you guys can get that free giveaway as well as her contact information so that way you guys can level up and grow your TikTok so that way you guys can grow your branding and exposure and uh, to be able to grow your business. So until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with JR Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear.